Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kicks, Bill. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4,025. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. The Ted Smith. <laughs> and my cock. Montgomery. And you are in the men's room. On tap today, we celebrate the College Football National Championship on a Bad Choice Friday. The return of Ted versus the FCC. Plus headlines, a men's room shot of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with T. Click, clack, drink it and drunk. All right, here we go. Florida Dunkin' Donuts customer flips the script as the toilet actually exploded on her. <laughs> Meanwhile, a naked man jumps into an aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop, and a head injury did occur. World's tallest roller coaster sees passengers stranded at the very top. A Florida woman really wanted her dad's oxygen machine, and it's beeping to stop. And a table of ten is upset with the added gratuity. So they try to put pepper on everything in the restaurant. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, four years ago... Me and my buddy, who currently lives in Texas, we bought tickets to see one of our favorite bands, Rage Against the Machine. That was in 2020. So COVID hit, the show was canceled, but it, along with a bunch of other canceled gigs, it was going to be rescheduled, and we were ready. Until earlier this week, when the band formally announced that they will not be performing live again. Thank you very much. 
So missed out on that one. And then last summer, after 10 years of trying to convince my wife to go to San Diego, she finally agreed to visit the city. I'm like, babe, it is blue skies. It's 80 degrees, zero humidity. I'm telling you, it's perfect. That's what I told her. So we got there on August 19th. And then the next day, they had their first hurricane in 165 years. All right. And basically, it was like today, just a little bit warmer. Now, normally, it's a great place, but of course, we got there when there's a freaking hurricane. Now, that's probably why uh, <laughs> Seattle cracking forward Oliver Bjorkstam, he booked a trip to San Diego. And as it stands, the weather there looking pretty good. But unfortunately, he had to cancel his trip. Because he was unexpectedly named to the NHL All-Star Game that same weekend. And that's not the worst reason to cancel a vacation. But still, it was a vacation. And now, technically, you got to go to work. Even if you're being rewarded. But that's how things go sometimes, right? You make plans. And then for one reason or another, they just don't work out. Hell, earlier this week, we told you about a group of people who bought plane tickets for a flight from Guam to Hawaii. And the idea was that the flight would cross the international dateline. Therefore, they could celebrate New Year's Eve twice. Kind of a cool concept. But as flights tend to do, it was delayed. So they blew their cash and achieved absolutely nothing. But that's how it goes sometimes. And today, we want to discuss, because we've all had those moments. Today's question is, what did you plan or want to do? And why didn't you do it? Or, what did you get to do? That ended up sucking. To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to The Men's Room at KISW.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9. K-I-S-W. Oh, but tell us where we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4,025. What a large and in charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeat on this also positive Friday. Exciting return of Ted versus the FCC. 
the very first uh, Ted versus the FCC of 2024. The record is 0-0. Zero zero. We will start right. again. First game of the season. Oh, yeah. But, uh, that didn't stop us from uh, staying up late uh, last night and trying to come up with a ton oh, of hell no, it didn't. You, Ted, but you will not believe what happened. What? We got our first listener submitted, Ted versus the FCC. Son of a... If I had known that, I'd have gone to bed so much earlier. That's one resolution that we have kept, Ted. We will work late nights, Thursday nights, man. Yeah, Mike and I stay up sometimes, too, but we went to bed early. Listener comes first, so we're going to go with the listener submitted, Ted versus the FCC. Yes, that's that's the way it's going to roll today. Wish we had known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you guys on? We had written like three, and I'm telling you, Miles was on fire. His rhymes right. were unbelievable. Some of his yep. finest work. Yeah, it really was. It was a great night. Maybe we'll get to that next week. But this week, we're going with a, a listener submitted Ted versus the FCC. And as we do every Monday through Friday, you get more Men's Room exclusively on Odyssey. And the Odyssey app. Join us for the Men's Room happy hour. we got uh, the final picks coming up to the season. Uh, speaking of Ted, he's kicking ass as far as uh, uh, this year in the NFL. We have our last full slate of games before that we start is correct. getting into the playoffs. Maybe a chance to uh, catch Ted. I doubt it, unless you completely fall off a cliff on your picks. A couple interesting things this week. First of all, we have two Saturday games. Which is nice. The, rest the, of the finale of Monday Night Football on Saturday. On Saturday. On Saturday. Is that how they do That's that? That's how they brand it. They still have to call it Monday Night Football, even though it's on Saturday. Yeah. Which drives me nuts. Like, I, me too. I know it's the name of the thing, yeah. but for God's sakes, guys, it's Saturday. A lot of uh, a lot of teams uh, basically are in the playoffs, so there's some uh, quarterbacks that are sitting down. Mm-hmm. There are some teams that need wins. There are some teams that need losses. I know for a fact that the Seahawks need uh, to beat Arizona. And they need, and what, then, Chicago to beat, to beat Green Bay. Green Bay. And if that happens, which is not crazy. No. At all, you know, they got a chance to get in the playoffs. So uh, that's uh, that, that, that's part of the whole uh, picks we got coming up here on the Odyssey app and the Men's Room Happy Hour. Uh, join us for episode number 518. And uh, let's see what else we have for you today. We will drink and toast in the weekend that it's Bad Choice Friday time. You know it's Bad Choice Friday. It's Bad Choice Friday. You know it's Bad Choice Friday. Hey, man, this is your fault. All right, today we celebrate the College Football National Championship Monday night on a Bad Choice Friday. So uh, what did we decide to do? We decided to uh, pit uh, UW against uh, the University of Michigan in a, in a weird kind of way. Yeah. So we'll start with our Michigan choice, and that brings us the one and only legendary Gordon Lightfoot. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most. With a crew and a captain, well seasoned. Well, I like it should be swaying a beer while this goes on. Exactly. So I picture like, uh, what's the movie like? Lord of the Rings. You know, the guy like playing the liar, singing everyone at the bar. Self-admitted Gordon Lightfoot apologist over here. Really? I love listening to Gordon I don't think you got to apologize oh, for him, man. Oh, parents listen to him. I, I, I love, I love, man. I like, mean, you don't to apologize but like if we were on it a has, date, she would have left. No, I, I never would. I know to roll the windows up if this comes off my car. As long as you know, Jim Croce, I'll start crying. You know, whatever it is. I mean, like Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, this one hits. It's about a ship that sinks off the coast of Michigan. It just hits you in the field. Oh yeah, absolutely. you're not from Michigan. I know. Well, though, I like Gordon. Or a guy who's you on a boat. I know. There's zero connection between this song and you. Well, I lived in Detroit. For two years. Uh, okay. Oh, but I don't remember any of it. How old younger. were you? I don't know. Four or five. I don't remember a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Barely remember anything. That's so a long way to just say you don't like the Huskies. Uh, no, I'm, I'm rooting for the Huskies. <laughs> that's, why you bring, that's why we bring you Macklemore. And Miles rolls his window back there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm gonna get a dick burger. <laughs> Macklemore and Thrift Shop ticket on Gordon Lightfoot in the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. By the way, which is a ship that sank in uh, Lake Superior, uh, 1975, I believe, was uh, when that. You can hear all about it from Gordon Lightfoot. So we're hoping that the Michigan uh, ship sinks uh, on Monday night. That's, That's right. the way we're playing this. These songs are getting some reaction miles as far as people liking them or not liking them. Uh, both. Whitey on Twitter says, I need you to vote against Thrift Shop, please. The sound of song and raging. Okay. This other guy says, be right back. Making 5,000 fake accounts to vote against or vote for Admiral Fitzgerald. <laughs> really? People. Whoa. I know. Really? All right. Okay. Hey, look, keep the windows down, Miles. You, you got a lot of fake. around college football, guys. Sure. Like, forget yeah. the songs. Like, well, the uh, SS Edmund Fitzgerald, it's sung in Lake Superior November 10th, 1975. That was when I was living in Michigan. Ironically, okay, enough, there's I, your connection. I was actually there when this thing went down. Uh, the song chronicles the final voyage of the Edmund Fitzgerald as it succumbed to a massive late season storm and sank in Lake Superior. Uh, by the way, 29 uh, uh, men did pass in that. I was telling Steve, it, it blows my mind just because I watch airplane disasters and right. you know, ship things and all that crap ship on like engineering catastrophe. It's just amazing. I know it's called Lake Superior. It's, it's one of the biggest freshwater lakes, if not the I biggest freshwater. I think it is the biggest freshwater lake. Right. But you know when you watch these deadliest catch uh, shows where the, the waves are just insanely huge and these boats don't go down. Right. To have that happen in, in freshwater and how big those waves were to take a cargo ship down. Yeah. It, I can't even compute it into my brain that that is freshwater. It doesn't make sense to me. I, the only way I can understand it a little bit is just the first time I went to Chicago and you're sitting on Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. And you just see, it's like, how is this a lake? There's beaches and like waves. Oh, that's yeah. the thing. I grew up on Lake Ontario and I was telling Miles earlier, I said, so to me, that's what a lake was. And Ontario is the smallest of the Great Lakes. But to me, a lake is something big enough that beaches and you can't see the other side. Yeah. Oh, so by then the we way, moved to Maryland and I see a lake there. They're all it, Maryland. Man-made. Every yeah. lake in Maryland well, is man-made. And, and, and I, I was like, this is a very big pond. This is not a lake. Yeah. Well, and I, and I had a conversation with our boy VD earlier because he actually does love this song. We had, we had a, a conversation yeah, about yeah. the story, but the way that it was built, they actually overloaded the ship with cargo, and so then when it's it was it wasn't there, it wasn't the ship technically was not overloaded. Right. The problem was the weight. They were carrying iron ore pellets. Okay, well, now, yeah. when they say fully loaded for Cleveland, he did that to rhyme. The boat was eventually supposed to go to Cleveland after it unloaded in Detroit. Right. So it was on its way. Why are you trying to get Detroit in here? The man wrote because they were trying to go to Cleveland. And what's the difference between oh, too much weight and overloading? Look, Ted's going well, to yeah, Houston, exactly. all right? Yeah. Uh -huh. But he has a layover in San Jose and then going to Austin. We don't need all that. Right. He just says, I'm going go to, to Houston. Houston. They yeah. were going to Cleveland, Miles. Okay. Gordon Lightfoot, he edited all the rest down. Yeah. I will stop in Detroit. Number one in the U.S. Back in 1976, a song was released about one year after the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, it's amazing. The texts come in and they say, I'll be my first time voting for uh, Bad Choice Friday. Gave me some Gordon. Someone else says, my dad loved Gordon Lightfoot. He would have been 87 RIP. I told you guys, people love this song. I, who does? <laughs> Look, it, it's, 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 it's probably one of the more, more unique and legendary song. But again, I feel like it's the guy in Middle Earth singing around the bar, you know, about some big. Well, I mean, that's it all. Is, it's, it's not it's, a bad song. It's, it's just that's what it's I It's on the same parallel as like Don McLean, American Pie. It's iconic in its own way. Not that it's. It's just one of those songs. Why are they, yeah. why are they always depressing? American Pie, it a is. depressing song. Yeah. Yeah. This song, a depressing song. Well, because they're about tragedies, both of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. And we decide, like, these are the ones we want to hear. Most and people then you like, play happy. People are like, well, hate it. Look, 
there's not a lot of songs out there about depressing events. We don't we don't sing songs these days or musicians when when bad crap happens to people. But you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young did Ohio. You know, right, right, right. Ohio. Back in that day, you know, you kind of you only sing about tragedy. You sang about tragedy sells though. Whether it's Hurricane, uh, you know, from breakups. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's your own personal tragedy. All right. Is there a song called Tragedy? Tragedy by the Bee Gees. Okay, I'm right then. Tragedy. Yeah, exactly. They t it's called Tragedy, and they sound happy. If you listen to the song Tragedy from Bee Gees, you're like, mm -hmm. man, yep. you got some upbeat yep. about tragedy. Yep. So Gordon Lightfoot in the wreck and the Edmund Fitzgerald taking on Macklemore and uh, Thrift Shop. Those are your choices on a Bad Choice Friday. Vote now if you follow us on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Are we ready to say X now? Is that uh, is that the thing to I do? I don't know. I, I don't what know. I'm still calling it Twitter. I, I just say Twitter. Because it's still Twitter.com, so like... All right. Wait, Wait, I he I calls it X, like it's a nickname, but yeah, it's still you call Twitter. KFC, it's still Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm -hmm. and people, and people, right? Some people call it X, formerly known as Twitter. Right. Uh, Actually, okay. didn't KFC change it to just KFC? Didn't they, they officially? Did. Right. It's like it's like Dunkin' and Dunkin' Donuts. Like I guess technically Dunkin'. it's Dunkin', but people still call it Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Uh, by the way, somebody says the biggest freshwater lake in the world is Lake Victoria, the source of the Nile in Africa. Ooh. Okay. Now we know. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, on to our question. Uh, what did you plan or want to do, and why didn't you do it? Or what did you get to do that ended up sucking? And we'll start with a story right here in Seattle. As they say, uh, the story comes our way from BroBible.com. Being named to the NHL All-Star Game is one of the highest honors a hockey player can achieve. Sure. Uh, but it appears cracking forward Oliver Bjorkstrand uh, was slightly underwhelmed by the selection that forced him to call off a vacation that he had already planned. He is 28 years old. He's never punched his ticket to the NHL All-Star Game, so maybe he just surmised that he probably wouldn't again. But that officially changed earlier this week. On yesterday, yesterday, the, uh, the league unveiled the initial list of the 32 players. They'll be representing each one of its teams when the annual showcase is held in Toronto on February the 3rd. It's cold in Toronto on February 3rd. By the way, if you are a hockey fan, uh, you can vote uh, all of the, I believe, next seven days. For the additional roster. Ah, okay. So much like you know Thursday night football, everybody gets a chance to play. Right. You right. get one representative from each team. He was the guy that they picked. Now, the NHL gave franchises the chance to let players know that they'd been picked before the selections were announced to the public. Kraken did just that with uh, Dave uh, Hextel breaking the news to uh, Bjorkstrand. So he says, while I'm a, a bit hesitant to read too much into the response, their reaction was... Fairly subdued. What, uh, you and Joel, what are you guys doing over the break? Uh, already? Yeah, we're going to San Diego. Yeah. San Diego, get a little bit of sun. Yeah. Hopefully, somewhat warm. Um, get some sun. Yeah. Um, we just got an Airbnb, so it'll be easy with the kid. Can you, uh, can you change those plans and cancel that Airbnb? If I can. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I probably can. Yeah. You, might have to, you might have to book a flight to Toronto. Oh, really? All-star game in Toronto, you're, uh, Oh, You've well. been chosen as our all-star representative, and it's going to be announced tonight. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Change in plans. Yeah, man. I didn't expect okay. that at all. Change okay. in plans. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you've earned it. You deserve it. So, congrats. Yeah. yeah. Go and enjoy it. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. You know, so we'll, we'll let the guys know sometime later today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not expect that at all. Okay. Congrats on that. Now he's got to go home and tell his wife. Which he's already probably already presumably done. That's why he probably sounds subdued. That was my true thought about mm -hmm. it. It's like, you booked this trip with your wife, and you know how that goes. Right. And she doesn't, she does not care about your job. Mm -hmm. She's not impressed by what you do. That's just what you do, right? He could win the biggest game when he comes home. She's like, 
I asked you to take out the trash oh, before, right? So now you have to go there and say, hey, babe, uh, I know you were excited about San Diego and, 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 and about the, the new bikinis and all, all that kind of thing. Um, look, I got to cancel the trip. Don't tell me you're an all-star. Babe, seriously. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they came in today. And you know, well, they told me I'm an, I don't you know, care. An all-star also comes with a chunk of change. $10,000. $10,000. Yeah. It's $10,000. They'll be fine. She'll be yeah. fine. Right. Yeah. But by Eventually. the time taxes get done with his salary, yeah. he's going to get about $5,000. <laughs> $5,000. To me, that seems a little bit low if you make the it NHL does, all-star man. game, to be honest with you. You're an all-star. Ten, right. Maybe I'm 20, an all-star. I mean, maybe $25,000. Something. I'm not dismissing $10,000. I'm just saying you're a professional athlete and you make the all-star game. I assume you made more the ten thousand. Yeah, I was a little shocked by that. But Based also on his more, salary. More to Steve's point, if he's your typical dude, he didn't plan a doggone thing. Now, no, he may, she he, did. He may have locked things down. He may have called the Airbnb and security. No, no, he, he, no, he, he did not. Secured things. No, he no. handed a card over. That's right. exactly right. He's he didn't finance that. No, that's he it. didn't do a damn no, thing. No, she did the all planning. the research. She found the Mission Beach condo with a pool. Everything she Coronado, wanted. Wherever the hell they were going, man. She put all of that together. Yeah. She got the rental car. She got the flights taken care of. Hey, baby. She figured out what kind of menu they were going to eat. Where they were going to go to dinner, uh, if they're going to get food or not. She already packed his underwear for him. Good right. news, I'm an all star. Bad news, she has outfits. Now. Right. Yes. I mean, she is taking. I mean, she knew what she was going to do for a very long time. Yeah. When you pick out an Airbnb for a trip like that, you're going to be selective if you have that kind of money. Yeah. I'm sure. So she is pissed. I guarantee you that. I mean, there's no way that she's yes. happy about this. She's proud of him, but she's pissed that the trip's canceled. Now, does she go to Toronto? If she's not there, we know she's in San Diego. That's my fault. <laughs> I'm going anyway. I'm, I'm not canceling this mean, trip. I mean my sister and her kids. Yeah, that's right. right. You know what I mean? We're going to enjoy this thing. We're going to go to the beach. You go to Toronto in February. <laughs> see, I'm going to San Diego. See how you like walking around downtown when it's, you know, five degrees. Because you even heard him explaining to the coach, like, well, yeah, we're going to get some sun. It's kind of warm, blah, blah, blah. That means she has been going on and on and on about this. I cannot wait to lay on a beach. Yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be outstanding. Yeah, you know that was an awkward conversation. I get, look, dude, I, I get that uh, the Canada is the home of hockey for the most part in the North American continent. Well, sure. I, I, I understand that. But but much like anything else, man, Toronto has an indoor stadium. Would you ever play the, if they had an NFL team, would you ever play the Pro Bowl there? No. Not, not in February. No. Nobody, no, in January. No, nobody wants... There's teams but in, you're playing hockey, there's teams and the whole Flo- thing's about being cold. There's teams in Florida. You know, there's, there's teams in the South. I mean, I know that the Phoenix Coyotes don't have the greatest arena and facilities in the world, but they sure do in Florida. Yes. I mean, they, yeah. I would yeah. The hockey all-star game, to me, is different. That's like the NBA one. Like, let's be honest. The NFL does a lot of, like, the Pro Bowl sucks. Yeah. Like, there's no real game anymore. <laughs> right. So it's kind of, that one is, like, purely fun. But I'm like, I feel like the hockey one's a little different, so it doesn't seem crazy. It's to competitive. Draw. Yeah, yeah. Right? They have like the skills we'll, we'll competition. Go, go to where the Kings play. Go to where the the, the, the Golden Knights play. Yeah, I mean, anywhere else. Other, than, no disrespect to the city and the fine franchise. But if you play hockey, you know they're going to send you somewhere cold. Yeah, you know, know what I mean. That. Like that's the whole thing. Like, but half these guys are from there. This is their vacation. They don't want to go back to that cold asshole. That's right. why they wanted to. <laughs> that's why they wanted to move in the first place, man. You get traded to Calgary, you're crying. Oh my god, Edmonton, you're crying. Toronto, you can take because Toronto's a cool city. But you're at Calgary, like oh, oh my, oh goodness, you don't want. It's get- like going to Green Bay, like. Notorious franchise in the NFL, but every player that lives there only lives there during the season. I mean, as soon as their season's done, yeah. like, I'm going to fly and get the hell out of here. But their players open restaurants in Milwaukee. Sure, so you you yeah. play for Green Bay, but yeah, yeah we're so. going over to Milwaukee. Well, how far how far is that drive? 
I don't think it's super is far. Is it 45 at all. minutes? I don't know. It's a little longer. I don't think it's more than two hours, but it might be like 90 minutes. I, I know the bar. But they we make were, the drive. Right. And the bar we were at in, in Milwaukee, they had all kinds of signs like shuttle picks up at this time for Packers games. Oh, okay. So it can't be that far. Okay. Yeah, but. Uh, it should be it should be celebratory. He did not sound that happy. No, because he knows he has to tell his wife. No, he's going to go home. That's what I mean. It's the only reason anyone else would be like, hell, dude, I'm an all-star. But he's thinking, oh, God damn, man. We, we already and booked wait, wait, the and trip. What is the, and what is the time uh, that you need to take to go? Like, when do they really practice? Do you just show up and play? Well, and they, much, they, much like they'll do for the Pro Bowl. There's like skills competitions and whatnot. So there for a couple of days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like media days. Two, three so days. It's a week-long event, dude. In Toronto. Yes. She's going to San Diego. I guarantee you. damn right. You think so? I, yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't you? I would. I mean, if my wife played well, the WNBA look, dude, dude, dude. and said, hey, man, I got to like, yeah, man, I want to go on this vacation. It's a work right? event. I mean, really, because he's going to be busy the entire yes. time. So what's the point of going on when you're doing business? Because I don't get a chance to see you. You're always, like, all day long. You go to San Diego by yourself as a wife mm-hmm. or go to Toronto and get treated as a wife of an all-star on All-Star Weekend. I mean, what are you going to flip that ten thousand dollars and start shooting? I mean, that is a win-win scenario. That's cool stuff to go on. Yeah, that's all. I'm yeah. not saying Toronto is a world-class city. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, but it's also February. It's also five degrees, and it's in Canada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you uh, plan or want to do, and why didn't you do it? Or what did you get to do that ended up sucking? Two hundred six eight zero three rock. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. A question on the social positive Friday. What did you plan or want to do? And why didn't you do it? Or what did you uh, get to do that ended up sucking? 206-803-ROCK. Couple of quick texts there. Says my wife and I were supposed to be married in Vegas on 8-18-18. But due to excessive pregame celebrations at SeaTac before we reach the terminal, our anniversary is now 8 19 18. Does that else? mean you weren't allowed on the plane? That's what it sounds like. That's uh, the feeling that I'm getting. Okay. Uh, someone else <laughs> says, I went skiing uh, I went skiing at Ski Dubai. It's an indoor mountain in the middle of the desert, which is kind of cool, but it sucked. It takes about 30 to 40 seconds to get from the top to the bottom, and essentially it's just one trail. And then this one, I got to go to WWE SummerSlam last summer. Longtime WWE fan, never been before. We spent $300 just to watch the Titan Tron from the 200 level. Not worth it, even for the experience. And we got a text in that says, I don't know if this is true or not, guys. The wife is still going to San Diego. She's just going without him now. Yeah, I oh, guarantee it. All right. Yeah, I, like we said, I was not, whatever. She's going to grab her sister. And, uh, and by the way, uh... Someone here says, I lived in Wisconsin. It's like a six-hour drive from Milwaukee to Green Bay or something, especially with the weather. Well, you said... It, all right, you, weather. It, it is... It looks like like right now it would take you two hours. Okay. Well, you said that uh, when you were in Toronto, you, you were going to look for a cigarette shop. To give you an idea of how cold it gets. All right? So we went to Toronto a couple of years ago with the kids. It was in August. And it was hot. You know? I mean, they have normal the four seasons. But... Uh, I'm asking all those people on the street, hey, man, what's the closest place to buy a pack of smokes? And everyone pointed to the same location. They said, let's go two blocks down, look to your left. That's the spot. 
and I mean, I circled around. I'm looking for this place. I asked someone else at this point to like go one block back, look to your right. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing there. I cannot figure this out. So whatever. I just nick fit the rest of the night. We go back to the hotel. Next morning, my wife gets up. She's getting something from like a 7-Eleven or the local drugstore, whatever. But she gets back and she says, dude, I found where you can get smokes. The store everyone's talking about. I'm like, what the hell, man? It was like Harry Potter train station. Like, you have to do something. She's like, believe it or not, there's an entire city underground in Toronto. With like every store. Oh, yeah. Because it gets so freaking cold in the wintertime. Like, that's how cold it gets. You can go underground in Toronto and walk for miles and our stores are for everything you need. Grocery stores, 7-Eleven, clothing shops. Because that's how cold it gets. And that's where my man is going. She's going to San Diego, I'm telling you. Yes. Doesn't There's, Minneapolis have, like... They have trails on the top yeah. in between yeah. buildings and stuff. Yeah, those, they, those are up top so you can see it. But, like, in Toronto, if you don't know what's there, man, like, you just don't know. So I'm like, where the hell is the store with cigarettes? I'm Nick Fitton, man. <laughs> Our question, what did you plan or want to do, and why didn't you do it? Or what did you uh, get to do that ended up sucking? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Ethan. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. So me and a couple of buddies, we planned this trip a few months back in August. I think it was 2021. We went to the uh, the High Festival all the way down in Utah. What is the High Festival, or is it implied in the name? Uh, it's a. Uh, I think it was like a hip hop and rap kind of festival. All right, all right. We went to go and see Post Malone, and uh, I can't remember the other headliner. But right. we get there. It was a 16 hour drive from where we were, and believe it or not, we get there to the hotel the next morning. I forgot. I don't remember what fires were around in Utah, but it was, the air was super smoggy. There was smoke everywhere. It was just bad. So the first couple hours of the uh, the festival, they went well. It was just super hot that day. So a couple more hours go by. Everyone's starting to sweat. There was, like, shortage on water. Everyone's getting sprayed with hoses. There's, like, dust everywhere. It was just not a good festival where, to me. Where was it at in Utah? Uh, Salt Lake. All right, so do you picture hip hop festival and we Salt Lake City? Now, I mean, it's just those two things. Don't but go it's together. it's something that comes off that lake. Oh, really? True. Yeah, and it it reeks. It's terrible. It's just like a notorious oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It comes it comes off the Salt Lake, and he's right. It's like I don't know if you call it a fog or a smog, but it is. It's gross. That's gross, yeah, man. But it was like, it was super smoky. Like, you could barely see from the buildings around the field where the festival was being taken place. Yeah. And and let's be honest. The Salt Lake is like the worst lake of all time. <laughs> what do you right. mean? How so? Well, you, you can't, like, go swimming in it or nothing. We can't sink. You can't, I mean, right. Basically. You're not, like, drinking it. Like, I'm just like, what's the point? Like, why live by a lake? But you, you can't get, get in, right. You can't do any of the lake stuff. Yep. <laughs> lake stuff. What uh, what did you plan or want to do, and why didn't you do it? Or what did you get to do that ended up sucking? 206-803. You don't even have a lake beach. Yeah, have you been to uh, Salt Lake? Yes. I went there as a child, and I'll remember my parents. They were doing the cross-country trips. We stopped in Utah. It's exciting as you think it is. But we stopped at the Great Salt Lake, which as a kid, we're like, all right, that's kind of cool. We're walking on the little beach that they had there, and basically we were attacked by sand fleas. I remember this vividly. We're just walking down the beach. We thought it was like dirt or dust. It was weird. It's kind of like this black film on the sand. And we just assumed it was some kind of dirt. And then, like, I don't know, it kind of rose up like a cloud and kind of moved and dropped back down. Those are all fleas. Right. And I remember my father was like, let's stop walking. And basically, these things just explode toward it. And they bit the piss out. Man, it hurt. 
So yeah. we're like running back to the car full tilt. So we basically went to Salt Lake and we were there for maybe three minutes before we jumped back. It was like a Chris or a vacation. When they get to the Grand Canyon, it's like, yep. That's neat. Let's you know, go. I was in my 30s before I went there, and I feel kind of dumb saying this, but same thing. Like, you get off the plane, and I was just like, ah, and people like hang out in the, and they're just, everybody's there's like, oh, no. Yeah, like, not, you not, you don't there. get in it. Yeah, it's just kind of there, and it's like that weird smell that's coming off the lake. I was like, God, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't get in the water, and it smells Salt, bad. Salt Lake, though, itself is a beautiful city. It is, do you know why the, uh, it has some of the widest boulevards and streets in all of the United States? Do you know why? This is uh, true. This is true. So, is, when you does get, it have to do with like horses? It does. Now, specifically, uh, back in the day before vehicles and we had the horses, because it's Utah, the reason they made the streets wider is so that people would not cuss when they had to turn their horse around. Because apparently, huh. in the small, so like in Boston or New York, much like Boston or New York today, you know, if you had to reverse your horse or turn it around the middle of the street, they would just cuss up a storm because it was a pain in the ass. So, when they designed Salt Lake City, they actually made the boulevards wider to prevent cussing from people that had to hmm. turn their horses That's around. That's smart. I guess, yeah. Utah, always been Utah. Never put a horse in reverse before. I also Can they walk backwards? Can a horse walk backwards? I don't know. Yeah. They can? Yes. Okay, I mean, look, man, I don't know. I just thought about it. I've never seen a horse walk backwards. Me neither. Hey, man, elephants can't jump. I don't know if horses can't walk backwards. You've seen a horse walk backwards. Look, if you watch horse racing, sometimes they get all fired up and they back them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now you're right. right. The only time you see animals walking backwards is when they're retreating from something that's attacking them. That's normally no, uh, that's that's like, every. I'm going to make it today. Walk backwards today. Like, you know, it's, well, it's not like you walk you backwards crazy, to work. You crazy squirrel. <laughs> 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 Hello, Stuart. Welcome to the bedroom. I've never seen a horse go backwards. Hey, gentlemen. Hola. Hey, welcome back. Hope your holidays were awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. Good, man. You too. What? Yeah. Mike is absolutely going to hate me because I'm going to tell you guys a different story. Stuart! I know. I'm so sorry, Mike. I love you, bud. Uh, but my other one is... It's not the way you show anyway. love, Stuart. I know. I'm screwing up here, but still. It's true. It's there. Love you, Mike. Anyway, me and my uh, best friend and his wife at the time went uh, snowboarding up at Crystal Mountain. And, you know, we had uh, lived in Colorado for a little bit, uh, so we are you know, pretty good and she was relatively new, so after a couple runs, we're like, hey, we're just going to take off, do our own thing, you can mess around this little bunny hill, and uh, we'll meet you back at, at noon. And so we dropped her off, and we're, like, riding next to the trees, and we're, like, look over and found this uh, patch of snow that hadn't been touched. We're like, man, let's go hit that. So we rode it, and we just kept going, and it was, like, it was amazing, like, just amazing powder. We're just having the time of our lives until we kind of realized that, hey, we're not getting anywhere close to a trail. We're not seeing anything. We're still in these trees. So it's kind of over the next, like, 15 minutes kind of down, uh, you know, we realize that, hey, we're lost. Like, we are not, you know, where we need to be. But we didn't see any signs. We didn't see any, like, anything like, don't go here. Which was but the yeah, first we, of you to admit out loud that you were lost? Uh, I think after the second time we stopped, they said, uh... I think that the the main part of the hill is over there to our left, and we kind of tried to traverse as much as we could to our left, but uh, we were getting nothing. So the trees were just getting worse, closer together. We couldn't really ride too much anymore. Uh, So that's about when it happened. Um, So, you know, this is still probably about 11 o'clock in the morning, 
And we're like, oh, okay, man, we are screwed. Like, we're lost. We just need to try to figure this out. Well, so we start, you know, just keep riding down, trying to go a little bit more left. We weren't going left enough. Um, and basically, uh, we got so lost that there were times where, you know, we, we can't ride our snowboards. So we got them off. We're, like, trying to, you know, float through waist-high snow. And, you know, hours are going by. And, and, like, the crazy thing is that you could actually, there was parts where you could hear the water uh, running underneath the snow. You didn't know where oh, it was. God. Cause, yeah, because you're just uh, on, you know, you're just, all you see is snow. So everything looks normal. But you can hear water down below, like, you know, 10, 15 feet uh, yeah, below you're, you. You're basically, like you're basically stepping on a huge crevasse, and you right. you know, you like, don't break the ice. You've got a, got a stream flowing yeah, over. Absolutely. So, like, you know, in those times, like, when you could hear the, the water, you know, we, you know, we're pretty, you know, kind of smart about stuff. And we knew that, you know, when you're crossing over that kind of stuff, you obviously don't want to fall in. So we'd, like, you know, lay down on our bellies on our snowboards and kind of, like, you know, swim our way across that so you couldn't hear the water anymore. You know, just trying to spread out our weight so we didn't fall down. How long, how, was, for how long did you guys hear water under you? Oh, it wasn't how long as it was probably about 10 different times during the course of our, uh, you know, trying to get down. So, like, the, the crossing over the water probably only took about maybe five or 10 minutes, you know, before you could get past where you don't hear it anymore. Uh, but that happened a bunch of different times. So as we're going down, like, I mean, it's getting dark, you know, and we, we've been stuck for hours. You know, we uh, looked, and I think it's probably about 4 o'clock, and that's about the time that he started talking about, like, hey, we're, we're, we got to find a place to camp out. You know, we really got to figure this out because, like, nothing is looking good for us. And Did you ever consider the point where I might have to eat my friend? No, he's he's uh, half Asian. I'm not really into Asian food. <laughs> okay, so, you're lucky, dude. Yeah. Right, but we were. Eat I mean, we were. You know, drinking, eating snow. You know, trying to keep water in us and stuff. And um, but yeah, so it's like you know, there was uh, three different times. Like you know. By this time, it's, it's like, it's night. Like, it is dark. And he's like, you know, that's the third time, he's like, dude, we just got to camp. And I'm like, man, listen, we got to get down. As soon as we get down to flat ground, then then that's fine. We'll do that. No problem. Like, you know, we're, <laughs> we're already thinking about, like, hey, this is going to cost a lot of money when they send people after us, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we kept going down and... Uh, we found a, a trail that was closed, obviously, right? And uh, he's like, well, which way do we go? You know, we're just stoked that we found a road. And I'm like, you know, just trying to look around. It's really hard to see moonlight and stuff. We had a lighter, and I saw these, uh, you know, cross-country uh, uh, pole poles. So I'm like, let's just see what angle they are and whatever angle these guys were going, let's go that way. And we did, and ended up going maybe about another half mile, three quarters of a mile, and we got to the very bottom of where Crystal Mountain, like originally where you can turn in to uh, go up to the hill to go to the resort. So by this time, we're just absolutely exhausted. Like, I mean, I can't even explain the kind of exhaustion that we had. And, you know, it's super dark. The hill's been closed for hours. 
Uh, so we finally get to the, uh, you know, road where you can walk up. And, you know, during we start walking up this hill and we see headlights. So we're just sitting there, you know, with our boards off and we're, you know, throwing our thumbs up. Like, you know, there's only one place to go. You guys know we're going up to the hill, you know, and they wouldn't stop. That happened uh, two more times. And then finally the fourth vehicle, and this is over the course of like 45 minutes, nobody is coming up that hill. Are you down at like the boulevard going up to Crystal Mountain? Like, were you that far down? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. So are you walking up toward like <laughs> yeah, Ultra right. Crystal, the, the resort with oh, the he's, pa- he's like, he's like, if you go all the way out where the road closes, you got to make that left onto the boulevard. Yeah. To go. Okay. How he got all the way out there is astonishing. Uh, through the trees and over rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a long time to do all that too. So, yeah. But anyway, so, uh, you know, this uh, final one, I just, I, dude, I stop in the middle of the road. I'm not letting these people by. Um, they had a minivan. <laughs> they didn't want to stop. And they had a minivan, and there was only two people in it. I'm like, seriously? Come on. Anyway, so they finally get us up there, and we roll in. It's probably about, what, 9 o'clock at this time. So, you know, we've been gone for, you know, 12 hours uh, through this hell. And we get up there and, and see his wife. You know, she's sitting at a table in the ski uh, team or whatever they are in their office all by herself. And she's like, oh, my God, you know, so... It, it was insane. I guess what happened to her was, you know, eventually she went down. She's like, you know, these guys are missing. And all they were doing is asking, like, well, is there any reason they would leave you? You know, if oh, it's yeah. good between you and her husband, you know, all that kind of stuff. They're just, like, talking about partying. And so they didn't, you know, think about putting any kind of patrol or anything to look for us. That had to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I mean, I don't I didn't care. I mean, like, because I don't know if that stuff comes with a fine if they have to, like, you know, because where we were, you're not going to find us. But you're not going to be able to get on a snowmobile. You know, there's nobody yeah, that's going to yeah, follow yeah. our tracks or even knew where we, you know, went in. So, yeah, it was, it was a pretty harrowing uh, experience. Uh, I really hope, Mike, that uh, you're a little bit happier with uh, this story now that it's all said and done. <laughs> Thrilled. <laughs> that sounds like living hell, man. It really does. It really does, dude. My, my kid. I, mean, I, I don't want to be one of these people, but he, they're lucky they're alive. Yeah, yeah. Where they're, where I'm just like that is way out of bounds. Well, my thought is, you just say, "All right, man, we're going to set up camp for the night." Like, what do you have with you? Two snowboards and a lighter. So, yeah, that's not setting up camp. That's sleeping outside. Correct. You know what I mean? Say, man, we got to set up camp for the night. Like, camp with what? Right. You figure snowshoers might have the essentials of like a hiker. Right. Because you're but, like, if you're on a mountain and using snowboards and stuff like right. yeah you wouldn't have survival stuff on no you. what i'm saying man like you gotta set up camp with what well you can make a snow cave actually that's your best that's your best case possible scenario for for trying to stay somewhat warm mm. but i'm not saying that that worked yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> your best case possible scenario right. <laughs> i don't know what else you would do I mean, still might die but at least I mean, that's, what the, that's what the, the high altitude uh, hikers do if they get into a jam and you know something blows up on them real fast and don't have time to get camp ready they just basically just take a shovel and start going on the side of the mountain uh-huh. i'm not saying it works but they're equipped for that <laughs> right there's a difference yeah what uh, what did you plan uh, uh what did you plan or want to do and why didn't you do it or what did you get to do that ended up sucking 206-803-ROCK hello sam welcome to the men's room oh uh, guys oh yeah Hey, so uh, this story is going on uh, 10 years ago, and I'm still a little salty about it. Um, I was married at the time. Um, I was stationed in Las Vegas at Nellis Air Force Base. 
I had just gotten back from a deployment and I had orders to move across country to South Carolina. And once I finally get to South Carolina, I'm like, man, I've been on the go for so long. I really need a vacation. So my ex, I wanted to surprise her and take her to the Bahamas. All right. And I made all the reservations. We were staying in our uh, private hotel, private beach, you know, the whole nine yards and everything. Told her about it. She was ecstatic at first. Anyway, about a week or two before we were going to go, she was watching that show uh, Ancient Aliens yeah. on the History Channel. And there was an episode about the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, no. And as a joke, I made a, a comment saying, hey, we're going to fly over that and the plane's probably going to crash. And she automatically refused to go uh, on that vacation because of that. And how, how old were you at the time? Were you like 20, 22? I was about 27 at that time. Okay, so so not so young that you're that naive. Right. Like another, right, she should right. have known better, but you freaked her out by making the comment. Yes, uh, a little bit, but I didn't think it was going to be that big a deal, but it just kind of sucked because I was out 3,600 bucks. Damn. Uh, mm. it was, I, I, yeah, I, the, the whole trip was a little bit more than that, but they refunded me some of it, but I was still out about 3,600 bucks. Damn. Now, did you go to the Bahamas and leave her ass behind? No, no, I gave in, and uh, like I said, we were living in South Carolina, so we drove down to Universal Studios instead. In Orlando, Boo. you drove to Orlando. Yeah, I mean, it, the plane, it the plane right, flight from South Carolina on that drive down there to the Bahamas is about an hour. Right, it's about an hour. I mean, I would it's still not like, an eight-hour drive. I'm assuming you were in Charleston, right? Like that's still got to be eight hours, right, to Orlando. I was in uh, Sumter, South Carolina. It's like right in the middle of the state. It was a, it was a pretty good drive, but oh. yeah, she just wouldn't get on the plane to go. So oh my yeah, God. I still haven't been to the Caribbean, so I'm still. I mean, salty about that. I, if I were you, I'm still salty because it's like, look, it's I a joke. I, at some point, like you got to calm down because that's nothing, a stupid yeah. reason, right? And nothing has disappeared there in years. We have technology now. Like, just mm -hmm. honey, we're getting on that plane. Yeah, Ted, uh, yeah. you'll be happy to know that as far as the mascot world, when I went to Universal Studios, I met George Jetson. Oh, nice. Guess what George Jetson will do? Talk? He will talk to you. Really? No kidding. He talked to me. Huh. Yeah. Like regular I, conversation? Yeah. Or like, character. Hey, hey oh. where are you from? <laughs> Is it like a guy or like a, a head that talks? It's a head. It's the that's whole awesome. thing. Are you asking important. him for drugs? No. Hey, listen, man. I'm be honest. I can ask for some Peruvian marching power. I was like, George freaking Jensen. <laughs> like, I ran over to him. I was like, real excited, you know? You could, like, see the excitement in my eyes. I like, got a picture with him and everything else. Miles, love the show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where's your boy Elroy? Stop touching me, sir. What, uh, what did you plan or want to do, and why didn't you do it? Or what did you get to do that ended up sucking? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.